0: Hey, this is Gary. This is Mike. And Daniel. We're not professionals. We're just three addicts sharing our experiences, strength, and hope regarding recovery.
1: Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to other addicts and to practice these principles in our lives.
0: Just a fair warning. There is some... Something in the air this (laughs) evening as we're recording. So uh, this might be a very interesting uh, episode. Uh, as there is definitely, uh, I think it's some fun energy. <laughs> it could be the it could be the location too. We are in a different location, but that's okay. So, are we going to start
2: off with an apology right from the very beginning? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm I just so uh, sorry. For I'm this just podcast. letting you know
0: that there might be a different vibe going on. <laughs> uh, it's not a bad vibe. It just there might be some poking at one another <laughs> uh-huh. throughout the episode. Congratulations! <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's done out of love oh, because it I is. love doing it. <laughs> yes. So, uh. The topic we're going to speak about is fear. Uh, More importantly... I was afraid of that. (laughs) Yes, you were afraid of that. Is facing (laughs) fear. Congratulations. You (laughs) Um, you know, for myself, uh, I'm dealing with some sponsees right now that uh, have some opportunities that have come forward, but they're kind of afraid to take that step forward because um, in the past, this type of opportunity has been an avenue for them to act out. And so, even though they have, you know, some, some recovery time, they have new tools and stuff like that, they're still afraid of taking that step forward in fear of falling back into those old habits and patterns, which is a valid fear. Sure. But at the same time, uh, you know, in, at least in my mind, you know, there's been enough time that has happened, there's mm-hmm. been enough growth, enough tools gained that those old patterns and behaviors should not be the same. Or if they do come back, you know, we have these recovery hours where We can say, wait a minute, I'm getting too, you know, we're in the warning track area. We're in the middle circle. We're getting too close to our inner circle. I need to step back. We have to have a game plan or a safety plan in place so that these things don't happen again.
1: Um, you know, so, Com- the, just, so just to be clear, this is, they have an opportunity to go back into an into a situation that is in and of itself not necessarily an unhealthy situation. Correct. It's just that in the past they've used that that
0: as a, a okay. an avenue for unhealthy behavior. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for helping us clarify that. Well.
2: Uh, I was going to say the thing that comes to mind when I think of this is the hero's journey. Mm-hmm. This thing that we talk about here, mm-hmm. it, this hero's journey. This this notion that this the hero first of all didn't want to want to find themselves in the situation. Mm-hmm. Didn't certainly didn't want to be thrust into the limelight, into the spot where they're 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 uh, needing to be. Something happens. They learn some things in these difficult moments. They learn some amazing things. And and it's in that moment where they're away from the world, if you will, they've learned these valuable lessons. But somehow, some way, those valuable lessons are supposed to, once they re-enter the real world, that those valuable lessons are supposed to help them move forward yeah. in a meaningful way. That's the hero's journey, right? Yes. And I, you know, how many millions of movies have been made around that very premise of the hero's journey? A lot. <clears throat> so the point is, is that um, as I think of. I think of the topic of fear, I believe that's valid. I believe somebody's mm-hmm. concerned about, well, what would happen if, put back in those same circumstances, would I act again the very same way that I have? And I think that's valid. Yes. But I think you hit it right on the head, and that is that is that you've been sort of plucked out of that universe. You've now learned some amazing things, mm-hmm. a handful of tools per se, and those tools are then supposed to help you as you reinsert yourself back into the real world, back into real into the into the world that you came out of Mm -hmm. and now what's supposed to happen is is that you're supposed to move forward in a meaningful way and 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 learn from those things i'll use an example Um, a lot of my acting out behavior was when i was traveling Uh, i remember having a conversation with you gary about the fact that you had walked away from a career and a job that you had because there was so much acting out behavior and, and you felt like it was difficult to go back into and you may elaborate that on that one when I'm done talking, but I, I was very interesting to me as we talked about that, because one of the things that you brought up to me was, is that perhaps it may be time for me to change my career. And I, uh, I took that home and I thought a lot about that. And I got to tell you, that was, that was difficult for me because, um, I didn't, uh, quite honestly, outside of my own self-employment, I kind of consider myself unemployable to be <laughs> quite okay. honest with you. <laughs> and so I, uh, I was worried about that and I, I can't remember coming home and talking it over with my wife and talking it over with others and saying I'm not sure I'm I'm not sure I'm cut out for that. I don't know, I wouldn't know what else to do. This is all I know how to mm-hmm. do. Um, and maybe that's an exaggeration at that point in time, but it felt that way. And so I had to figure out, I had to figure out how it was I was going to tackle this animal of travel and still be safe. Mm-hmm. And what I found was is that We've been given the tools. We actually had been through recovery, been given the tools to figure those sorts of things out. And one of the very first things that came up was a safety plan. What am I gonna do to make certain that I'm safe and to make certain that my wife is comfortable with the fact that I'm traveling and that I'm being safe? And I will tell you that that's, uh, you know, several years down the path, we are still revisiting some of those safety plans. Uh, What makes us feel safe when I travel? What is it that I can do to help her feel comfortable that everything's fine? even several years later. So that's the, the that's really the hero's journey, as learning something about recovery mm-hmm. and being able to apply that in a real-life situation. And as a result of that, I've been very safe. I, I dismantle the TV literally the minute I walk in the room. If I walk into a hotel room, I make the TV a non-functioning piece of machinery. Now, I've not done, I've not gone so far as to actually remove the TV and take it down the front desk. And I've heard of others who've done mm-hmm. that. I've not reached that spot. But I do, I do incapacitate the TV because I don't want to deal with that. And when I know I can't deal with it, I don't worry about it.
1: Yeah. You know, <laughs> I've, now that I was sitting here thinking about it, you know, when when all of my stuff came out, came, you know, and everybody knew I, the the business that i was talking to you about you yeah. know the one where i had my own business and 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 the business who i managed that in a very unhealthy way and it afforded me a lot of money and a lot of time right and i acted out uh, pretty profusely with that kind of stuff but so that came that came to an end and when all of that came to an end and all of my stuff came to light and it was this huge catastrophe um i landed you know to their credit and my everlasting gratitude i i was offered a position back in my family's business and my you know sure. my extended family's business and it gave me a safe place to land and it actually and i worked there for 10 12 years you know mm-hmm. uh as i was well, i almost would have been 10 years i was i'd worked through worked Mm -hmm. in this place. And everybody there knew what was going on with me. They were family. Mm -hmm. They were in my circle. They were supportive. They, they, you know, I made myself accountable to them and it was a really, really safe place. But then there came a moment in time when, you know, there was some changes that were being made there and it just wasn't going to work out for me. I could continue to go there, but there was no way for me to, to grow or to expand. And I had the opportunity to, to move out of the family business and go up. But that was going to put me back out into the wild Mm -hmm, right right you know the unknown for sure yeah yeah. the unknown i was going to go back and in fact it would require me to go to uh, a city that was a little bit more removed from my home Mm -hmm. and actually a city that i had acted out in a lot you know and so uh, once again now i'm knocking on the door of oh now i have some opportunity and some proximity and things like that but but over the course of that time, I found found myself, you know, and I was even given an opportunity to to open up another business, you know, and and I found that when I was presented with those opportunities, I just didn't want to go back to to acting out, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and so I I entered it I entered into this new business or this this new job that exposed me to a whole lot of different people, and and do you know what? <clears throat> turns out I started building relationships of trust with them and it put me in a situation where I could actually mentor and help a number of them you know right um it opened up a lot of opportunities for me and my family financially and that's you know that's been a really really good experience and you know within I don't know within less than in a year and a half's time I more than doubled my income and and all of this kind of stuff and and all of, and 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 all of this was the life that i'm recovering because exactly because i i found sobriety and because i've done this work these these things have opened up to me and i've been given all of these other opportunities now i could have legitimately been afraid to do it and kept myself where i was but i think there comes a point in time where you do have to re-enter we've been calling it the world you have to re-enter and know that you're different and that you have a different set of tools and take advantage of some of the opportunities that this new life is offering right you know um another really good example is i i remember being without a smartphone for like eight or nine years a lot of years yeah a lot of years i switched to a flip phone and it wasn't even a and it was kind of funny because the (laughs) <laughs> this, my cell phone company was no longer going to support that technology, <laughs> so I was going to have to come up with something different. So I was looking at different phones, and and this also happened about the same time that, in a little bit before this new opportunity came up, and and my son he said something very interesting to me. He said he said Why do you need to hang on to this uh, this older phone? He says if you had a smartphone, would you abuse it? I said no, I don't think so. No, I don't think I would. And he said, "Would you put, you know, would you take precautions?" Yeah, I would. And he said, "Then why are you hanging on to this?" You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, yeah. In fact, he called me out. He says, "I think you just like being the guy with the antiquated phone <laughs> <in your> group." <laughs> and I, I thought I had to, I had to stop and think, and I thought, you know,
2: there's something to that.
1: He's not wrong, yeah. and maybe, maybe it is time you know, and do you know what, taking that, um, you know, I had, uh, again, work opportunities and, and, uh, actually, uh, service opportunities within my church that required me to have that level of connection and communication. Mm -hmm. I needed email. I needed a a device that could, that could communicate at a much higher level than what I had had. And, and again, that came back into my life and it's now a tool of, making my life better Mm -hmm. and more convenient. Now Mm -hmm. I I have very clear rules with it and, you know, and I have to use it correctly, but it it does have a a role in my life and, and it's enriched my life, but I had to, I had to face the fear and go forward with it.
2: Yeah. It's interesting. You bring that up. I was, um, I woke up this morning like I always do, which is,
1: uh,
2: it's, it's, dark outside still. Mm-hmm. I just don't sleep all that well. And I, uh, um, recently I, i am back to putting the phone by my bed, which is something I didn't want to do. Um, uh, and so instantly I get on the phone and of course, uh, my wife will wake up and say, you know, Hey, your, your phone's on your, what are you doing? You know, <clears throat> which puts her in a bad place because that's, sure. uh, that's uh, some of the time that I used to act out. Um, but the reason I'm thinking about that is, is that we often have to reevaluate the, the controls that we place on some of these things. My my provision that I have put in place with that cell phone is, is it really ought to be charging in a whole nother room. Because what happens is, is if I wake up and I'm, I'm stressed and I start looking at the phone, even though I don't have access to the Internet or anything like that, I can keep myself in that place of stress mm-hmm. um, that will ultimately lead to if left unchecked, will ultimately lead to, to probably acting out behaviors.
1: Well, and it has its own consequences. It does. You know, it that does. mirror that addictive cycle. You know? That's right. It, it increases the anxiety because you're not getting the sleep and things like that. That's right. So you've got to be mindful of those kind of things. All
2: those are important. You and know, so the great thing is is that you now have the tools to at least evaluate that, whereas mm-hmm. before I didn't. You know, now I can go back to saying, you know, I, I had rules around this before, and those rules were meaningful. I used to put it in a whole other room so that – when I did wake up in those moments, I could go back to sleep at night Mm -hmm. instead of looking at the stupid phone. So I I think we're constantly Mm reevaluating those things.
1: So is your phone back in the other room again? It
2: will be tonight. All right. Yeah, it will be tonight. So the point is, is that, uh, is, is that fear in and of itself can be healthy, but at the same time, it's not helpful. Uh, It it can be helpful and healthy Mm -hmm. in saying, Hey, I got to pay attention to this sort of stuff. But, but at the same time, you know, if you've, if, if you've been through, if you've been through a substantial amount of, of, information gathering how to handle your recovery it's a great opportunity to put back into place some of those some of those things that can help you out
1: well i I think that's kind of the point i mean we work through recovery to regain the life and you know there are some things there are some things i have a list of things that i i will never i just will not do again right you know there are just things i can't do you know and i would say that there have been as i've you know, I'm going to go to the three-circle method. There, there are a number of things that are in that inner circle. That's it. You know, yeah, right, I'm, I'm done right. with those things for life. But there are a number of things that are in that in that gray circle, that second circle, middle circle. Mm-hmm. And some of them have moved over the course of my recovery. Some of them have moved farther, Close, farther closer in. in yeah. And actually, some of them have moved Further farther out. out yeah, right. You know, and sort of the dynamic nature of all of this yeah for sure and so you you never want to use you never want to approach this with any kind of degree of arrogance because when you think you're 10 feet tall and bulletproof you're setting yourself up for failure but at the same time the goal of all of this work is to get you back to living the life that you should you know and some things are gonna you're gonna have to do without them for a while and they'll come back into your life. And when they have the opportunity to come back into your life, um, maybe you won't think the same way about them. Right. You know what? I just thought of another really good example. I love video games. In fact, I think I had a video game addiction that I started recovery from. I really do. Okay. Okay. I've just tons and tons and tons of hours and things like that. And then, and then the first time that I was busted, that was actually something I just stopped cold Turkey. I don't know. I just never, I just stopped. And, and then, and i just never touched video games and then you know 10 years later now keep in mind that that i started my sexual addiction recovery for real in 2013 this happened in 2011 so so uh so about eight years into my Mm -hmm. my sexual addiction recovery um i started playing video games again when my youngest two boys got old enough that it could be a a social kind of a thing and i found that that those could come back into my life, in a degree that that it was it was enriching my life, but my attitude toward them had changed dramatically. Sure, you yeah. know, I, I I didn't feel any desire to spend hours and hours and hours in this fantasy-based world. You right. know, I yeah. could spend a couple hours with them enjoying something that we did together, and that was fine. But so that that was something that was very much a a uh, really really dark middle circle kind of sure. activity yeah sure. And it actually moved out to now mm. i'd say it's a light gray light gray <laughs> maybe <laughs> almost I would, uh, white almost white <laughs> yeah. well do you know what? i know i'd even go so far as to say that 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 is the way that I'm doing it, you know, in moderation a little bit at mm-hmm. a time is actually because it's it's creating the bonds with my family, and that's why I'm doing it. More of an outer circle I would say thing it's now. more of an outer yeah. circle thing. And maybe not one that I would want to engage in a whole lot, yeah. but on the occasions that I do, yeah, it actually benefits my life.
0: Yeah. No, I, I mean, know. I'm the same way when it comes to video games. It's mainly when I play, it's with my kids. Sure. Um, if I do play with my, you know, when they're gone, I'm playing with myself. It's 20 minutes. I'm yeah. setting a timer. I play for 20 minutes. Even if I don't accomplish the goal, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, that that was my intention for I'm just going to be mindless and play a game for 20 minutes and walk away. And by being intentional like that, it doesn't control my life. Right. And it's something I can do and enjoy. Um, you know, and in in this type of, you know, situation, I mean, your guys' examples have been fantastic is we have gained tools. We've gained experience. Um, you know, we've come back into the mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. and we shouldn't be afraid to meet those challenges because we are a different person. We're not that same person that we were when we were in our addiction. And so through recovery of your eyes, we can start seeing those warning signs coming. Mm-hmm. You know, as we're traveling down the highway, we can start seeing, you know, uh, warning ahead, uh, potholes or this whatever. Is, yeah,
1: well, this is also going to come back to why you need a really healthy connection with sponsors and accountability group you know that stuff doesn't go away yes you know and you can you can approach some of these things and there are some things that really are center middle or inner circle stuff that you just need to be done with yeah and you'll know what they are yes you'll know what they are
2: anybody who's done the three circle you know evaluation knows exactly what those are i think the important thing is is that you can plan from these things too yeah you know, so much of our, at least so much of my acting out behavior felt like it was sort of, uh, it just happened, right? Mm-hmm. It, was, it wasn't it was anything that I, and had I spent enough time to maybe plan for knowing full well that the, the places I was going to go or the things that I was going to see or do would put me in a difficult situation. And that if I'd planned for those a little better, that perhaps the outcome would have been entirely different. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the key for your sponsees. I think those that are experiencing fear is, is that, hey, you know, these are opportunities that are presenting themselves to give you an opportunity to really use the tools that you've been learning about. It's not just a book effort anymore now. Yeah. It's real practical application. And what a great opportunity that is. And then secondly, with a little bit of preparation and planning with those around you, that you can actually find yourself being successful. Mm. Yeah. Being successful. And that, over, that helps you overcome fear. Yes. That helps you overcome fear. To know that you can be successful in those circumstances because nobody wants to go back to the acting out behavior. Yeah.
0: Well, and and I also wonder if part of the fear is because of the unknown. I mean, that's why we have fear. We're we're afraid of, well, what if, you know? And until we engage, and you know, with our tools and that to see, will that happen again? Mm -hmm. You know, we're gonna worry. You know, instead, just grab your shield and your sword, step into it, and see what happens. happens. And see how strong you have become. And once you realize, wow, I am stronger, a stronger person. Then that moment is not going to have as much strength, and you're, right. you're going to be able to do this over and over and realize, right. yeah. okay, I'm I am in a good place. I have right. made, uh, I made the efforts of yeah, I've
2: moved forward in lots of big ways. Yeah, I, I, the other piece of it too is I I don't I don't like to be motivated by fear. It's something that I mm-hmm. personally just don't like. I mm-hmm. you know, I'd I'd prefer to live my life not motivated by fear. I know that fear exists in a lot of places, um, but I would I would prefer to. I would prefer to recouch that, right? To rethink of that and say, well, look, you know, fear is, it's valid. It's, a, there's a relevant piece to this, but I'm, I'm a smart enough guy. I can get past this or I've got a big enough group of, of oh. support to be able to help me work through that. Maybe that's the other thing they need to do is maybe they need to include a hand for their counselor or their, you know, they're obviously reaching
1: out to you as their sponsor.
2: Yeah. But reach out to others who are you going know through similar
1: things. It just occurred to me with this, with this new promotion, I have another one of these moments coming up. Wow. I have a conference I have to travel for. Okay. All right. And that's in month and a half, two months time, you know, now I haven't traveled, you know, I used to, I used to travel and go to school and I would act out mm-hmm. on those, on those journeys. And now I'm, here I am and my wife and I are now having discussions, you know, it says, well, you've got to go to this conference and you know, this is the time frame, and this is, this is new for both of us. You know, I haven't had yeah. to do something like yeah. this, but now I'm in a situation where I do. Is this going to be? And so we we started talking about options. You know, she says, I, she says, would you like me to come with you? And I says, of course, you're welcome to come with me. You but know. I
2: have to be able to. I have to but, be able to I said, demonstrate <laughs> I can do this on my own too. Well,
1: there's some of that too. I said, I said, but I don't want you to come because you feel like you have to to babysit me. Right. I mean, if you need to come for peace of mind, that's a different thing. Yeah. You, you know what i mean and so we've been actually having this discussion quite a bit about what how are we going to approach this in a healthy way mm-hmm. and make sure that that you know i'm in a healthy place that she's in a healthy place and that we handle it with with uh, with a plan and care because right. it's going to be a new experience for both yeah. of us yeah and so i'll i'll keep you guys in the loop as to what that happened or
2: it's fun that you're talking about it now though Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, well, uh,
1: I just found out about it, so you know. Yeah. And so we're still we're still having that discussion. I said, you know, and and anyway, so we're we're having that we're having that discussion and I'll let you guys know how that goes. It's <laughs> it's been really interesting because she'll ask me questions like, "Well, do you have any has a thought occurred to you that you could act out?" And I said, "Well, not in a way that I want to take advantage of it. In fact, right. I really have no desire to at all." you know i really don't it's yeah. it's just so much it would be so much trouble and such a nightmare and and but i've also been very careful with her saying i don't want to do or say anything that's going to give you the impression that i do not want you to go right you, you mm-hmm. know and so you know it's it's been very interesting but we've been very open and honest about our thoughts and feelings and 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 we're just kind of weighing options and making plans and things like that. Well,
0: oh. I mean, Yeah, and it kind of ties back to what Mike said about uh, developing a safety plan. Mm-hmm. You're, you guys are discussing and coming up with a plan of, okay, this is the opportunity. This is, you know, this is what we're going to do. This is what I'm going to do to keep me safe. This is what I'm going to do to keep you safe. And this is what I'm going to do to keep us safe. Right.
2: Here's something I thought of as well. Uh, it's been my experience so far that when I include my wife in that discussion very early on, that it builds... It builds a level of confidence in us and in mm-hmm. me from her that that, that um, makes me makes me head out into the field a whole lot more per, better prepared than when I when I used to. If that makes any mm-hmm. sense, right? It engenders in her a whole sense more that hey, guess what? He's in a different place. He would have never ever talked to me before about sure yeah about where he's at and what's going on. To to have that conversation beforehand and say I will do this and I will do that, I will reach out to you every time I have to go meet with somebody. Um, some of the work that I do takes me in, in, often cases, often cases, it takes me into a bar. Or it may take me into a, you know, some place to go get a drink, get a coffee or whatever, which I'm not a coffee drinker. So to find myself in a in a in a a coffee location to be there with, in a lot of cases, it's women who are who are doing the work that I have to interact interact with. I'm there at a coffee shop with women. You know, I can imagine that my wife is like, you know. So I have to, I have to make provisions for that. I have to let her know. Look, I will let you know mm-hmm. when I'm there, what I'm doing, what's going on. I'll let you know that I'm at this particular location and all these sorts of things. And as soon as it's over, I'll call you. And that's generated, uh, that's Generated a tremendous amount of mutual trust. Mm-hmm. That's re. That's that's putting trust back into my marriage that wasn't there before.
1: Yeah. See, we've discussed options like you know, maybe, maybe I'll, ex- maybe I should extend the stay, the stay a couple of days yeah. and we could make a weekend of it. You Those know, all and, good and things, that might yeah. be, that might justify the, the cost of you coming, you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and if, anyway, there's a lot of things that we're discussing. Lots of things.
2: Yeah. That's <laughs> great. So anyway, I think, uh, I think it's a great topic. I think it's yes. uh, I think it's fantastic that you've got some sponsees that want to talk to you about that particular topic that might and And it's actually a healthy place. It's a, it is, I would suspect that they're where they're at in their recovery, that this is, this is a relevant topic for them. And I think that's great.
1: And there should be conversations like this every time you come up against one of these opportunities for growth and there should be a lot of honest self evaluation, you know? Mm. Um,
0: No, I mean, in, in this particular, in one of them, you know, I let them know like, cause they were like, yeah, I I just think I'm not going to do it. I'm like, why? Why not take this opportunity? Mm-hmm. Because you've made a lot of growth. There, you know, you have the tools, you have the experience. Why not, you know, jump forward on this and see what happens? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, why be so afraid and not take the opportunity, and now live in regret, right. which then you know resentment can build, sure. and that could spin you right back into the, the very place mm-hmm. that you're afraid of going. That's yeah. right. Um, so. We'll see what they decide to do. So,
1: yeah, I think it's very wise that you have that discussion so you know your whys. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Why don't you want to do this? Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's fantastic.
0: Yeah. Good
2: stuff. So
1: good stuff.
0: All right. Well, we are out of time. Uh, you know, time that,
1: flies. That was nowhere near as silly as I thought it was going to be. No, yeah. no, no. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did you see how serious we got? There? We we got.
0: <laughs> but you
2: you know next who knows
1: next what episode a, you might be poking what, more fun at one a, of what us. What a bunch of silver silver yeah.
2: minded individuals yes. you guys are. So. Well, it took you a minute to get there, but congratulations! <laughs> there
0: it is. I see what you did. There goes the jab. Congratulations! <laughs>
1: All
2: right, <laughs> right,
0: folks. Well, um, again, hopefully you found this uh, this topic useful uh, for you, wherever you are in your recovery. Yeah. As always, if you do have any thoughts, concerns, questions, feel mm-hmm. free to reach out to us. We love hearing from our listeners. And with
2: that
1: said, you know,
2: find the humility in your recovery. Very good. This is Mike saying, do the work necessary to find the peace that recovery can bring.
1: And this is Gary saying, do the next right thing.
2: Thank you
0: for listening to the podcast. If you like this episode, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find us.
1: As a fellowship of recovering addicts, Sex Addicts Anonymous offers a message of hope to anyone who suffers from sex addiction. Check out saa-recovery.org.